Here they come, your Camarda wealth leaders, slashing taxes, dominating risks, relentlessly pursuing profits, protecting your assets, and keeping you in stitches while leading to greater riches. Your Camarda wealth leaders with Johnny Hotstocks, Camarda, Sonia Embraceable U. Elia, Rob Bulmu Shevlin, also known as the financial anesthesiologist, you'll see why, and me, Jeff, I want to be a doctor, Camarda. You're listening to the Camarda Wealth Leaders on WER, Camarda Wealth Education Radio. Let's face it, wealth matters to living a longer, better life for you and your family. Our goal is to painlessly educate you with uncommonly shrewd advice to help grow and protect your wealth. And while we aim to keep you laughing all the way to the bank, never imagine we're not dead serious about money. Jonathan Camarda is a certified private wealth advisor, certified financial planner, chartered market technician, chartered financial consultant, certified fund specialist, chartered life underwriter, and board certified in mutual funds. Jeff is a certified financial planner, chartered financial consultant, chartered financial analyst, certified fund specialist, chartered life underwriter, and board certified mutual funds. He's also an enrolled agent admitted to represent clients with unlimited IRS practice rights, holds a master's of science in financial services, and is a PhD student in the American College's financial and retirement planning doctoral program. Besides being Camarda's chairman and chief investment officer, Jeff is also a working research academic in Wealth Matters. The Camarda team believes deeply in financial education and expertise and is proud to have Dr. Tang Bray as our chief financial analyst, who is also a university professor and working wealth research academic. Camarda Wealth Advisor Group offers private wealth management, including no commission portfolio management through Camarda Financial Advisors and other financial services as described in our boring end of the show disclosure. Folks, welcome uh, to yet another edition of Camarda's Wealth Education Radio. You're here with me, Jeff. I want to be a Dr. Camarda. Sonia, embraceable you, Elia. Let's hope you're a bit more embraceable than last week. Another in our cavalcade of exciting financial, legal, and tax experts, John Crawford from the Marks Gray Firm, who is a, a tax and estate planning attorney extraordinaire Rob Bullmoose-Shevlin, also known as the financial anesthesiologist. If you don't remember why, you'll be reminded today. And, of course, uh, Johnny Hotstocks Camarda uh, on the bench uh, with his uh, ever-incisive uh, um, the insight and, and also his stock market report led by Cousin Vito, Cousin Arnold, and Cousin whoever he's got in a cage later on. So we have a very informative show for you today, folks. Remember, we are streaming to you from uh, Jacksonville's WOKV Sundays, from 5 to 6 on AM 690 and FM 104.5. And Tampa on WWBA, Saturdays 1 to 2 on AM 820. And again, a very informative show for you today, folks. We'll be talking a lot of really getting into a lot of cases so you can practically apply a lot of the information we've been talking about on the year in your personal situations. We'll be talking about annuities a bit uh, and certainly asset protection and estate planning. So let's begin with a case, and, and we'll, obviously these are anonymous cases, and we'll deal a lot in hypotheticals, uh, but John, this is a case of uh, clients who uh, had uh, done some preliminary estate and asset protection planning, uh, set up the appropriate LLCs, but never actually transferred property into the LLC. So they were, at least we helped them clean it up and transfer it from uh, joint rights into tenancy by the entirety but never actually completed the transfer into the LLCs, and then a threat appeared. Now, happily, 
that's been resolved and is, uh, is fading in the rearview mirror. But there was a period uh, where it became a little bit uh, disheartening. So uh, as, as we, the, the case unfolds, um, they have assets that were protected, as, that we hope protected as tenants by the tire. I'd like to, to hear what you think about it. Um, and a threat is against just one of the spouses, against the husband in this case. So I know you haven't got a lot of detail here, but tell me from the, the, that threadbare description what your take on that is. Well, Jeff, certainly tenancy by the entirety protection is very strong in Florida if the judgment is only against one or the claim is only against one. And that's allowed just between spouses, right? That's correct, just uh, husband and wife only. Uh, And generally you've got to do the asset protection before the claim arises. If you do it after the claim arises, then you – risk it being undone uh, as a fraudulent transfer or a fraudulent conversion. Uh, And uh, once you become aware of the claim, it's uh, very difficult to protect those assets. So if the LLCs were formed but nothing was transferred in, uh, that's basically the same as if nothing had been done at all. So in that case, you know, best since the the planning was, was not completed, Best to leave it uh, as tenancy by the entirety and not try to force into the LLC. That'd be worse, right? Yes, you, you could you could absolutely undo everything if you try to transfer right. it down. Well, and that, that's what in the, the, what we had suggested. So I've got an interesting question. Oh, you know, there's a lot of banks and brokerage firms that operate in Florida, big uh, companies that are refusing increasingly to accept tenancy by the entirety titling. Have you encountered that? Yes, I have, and. Uh, Generally, if you go to their legal counsel, they will ultimately uh, be won over and allow it. Uh, That's after you threaten to sue them, or uh, do you have to go that far? uh, Generally, you don't have to threaten to sue them, but uh, you just have to explain the uh, laws in Florida to the legal counsel that may be in Charlotte, North Carolina, or somewhere else, and uh, generally they'll come around. Not to finger any banks in particular. Now, the... uh, (laughs) Uh, Rob, I know that you're uh, also very up on these matters. Have you had an experience in that area? Yeah, unfortunately, you know, we see this uh, sometimes more than we would like to. You know, we have uh, somebody who uh, they'll create an LLC, and maybe it's not a uh, single-member LLC. Or, and and this is where I think John could give some good, good input, either they don't have an operating agreement or it's not well done. And maybe, John, you'd want to comment on what it is that you look for to put in an operating agreement that makes well, it stronger. Well, before we get into the LLCs, though, getting back to the Tennessee by the entirety thing, you see that, you know, much where your banks or brokers are refusing oh, yeah. to accept. I see it all the time yeah. where the stockbroker, the insurance agent, the, the teller, what have you, didn't know enough to title it as uh, um, because they operate, you know, in 50 states typically, and most states, many states don't have Tennessee by the entirety. Joint tenant with the right of survivorship is the most common joint titling that we see. see almost all the time. Be, usually because of its ignorant error, I think, on a part of right. the uh, of the salesperson or whatever. But have you seen many banks that refuse or, or institutions to accept tenancy by the time? I know that there's one big one, and I, obviously yeah, I want to mention I, the name, I, but, I've seen at least but they're three. from Canada. Huh? I've seen at least three, <laughs> plus the one in Canada. Yeah, all right. That have done that. So, yeah. make, you know, and have you had any success in prevailing upon their legal departments to see the wisdom of the Floridian uh, take no, on this? We took it another step. Uh, we we went. Uh, the client took their money to a different bank. Yeah, then that's really voting with your feet, folks. That's you know typically the best medicine. 
But you know, but back to where you know, I've heard some lawyers say that even if it's not titled as tenancy by the entirety, um, the, uh, the, uh, uh, the jour, I guess, um, is it uh, um, uh, still presumed between husband and wife, regardless of what the form says that is by the entirety, John? Yes, uh, particularly with bank accounts, the presumption is that it is a tenancy by the entirety if it is between a husband and wife. Uh, That presumption can be overcome by evidence to the contrary. So best to have it explicitly stated as tenancy by the entirety, but there's a good argument for, as in getting back to this case, which is happily resolved, having some accounts that were ostensibly titled as joint with rights between husband and wife transfer it to a proper tenancy by the tired account. That's that's a uh, a reasonable transaction. It should be protected. The, that, that's always the best approach, yes. How about if you have a, a third party on an account? Is it possible to have like a child on a tenancy by the tired account if, if both spouses are there? Or does it, that really throw a, a wrench in it? it? It's not possible to have a anyone else on that account and have 100% of the account protected as a tendency by the entirety. Okay, good. Any, uh, um, in the couple of minutes that remain in the segment, boy, time sure does fly when you're in the booth, don't it, John? Um, any uh, um, the, any uh, follow-up comments on that for this case or other asset protection cases? You know, just uh, out of curiosity, do you know what angle the bank is taking or a brokerage firm in not wanting to issue in that type of holding, JTTE? Generally, they just don't understand it. Uh, Florida is one of only a few states that uh, recognizes tenancy by the entirety, and if they're located somewhere else, uh, they may be reluctant to embrace that concept. And I've actually, uh, Jonathan, had some bankers tell me that they may be misinformed. Bankers frequently are, or professionals in general frequently are, um, uh, but the, uh, that they're looking to control the bank's liability and by not accepting that sort of arrangement, they're seeking not to have to, I guess, be maybe a co-defendant in, NASA, you know, in, a, in a lawsuit or something, and, and where one party says you've got to write a check and pay the judgment, and the other says, no, it's a tenancy by the tire. Do you see any merit in that, John? Yes. They're, they're always looking to protect themselves, and uh, if, if they can figure out a way to, to do that, then they're going to do that. All right, good. Folks, uh, um, when we continue back over the break, um, we're going to get into uh, um, the everybody's, uh, well, certainly a loved and hated product, which is uh, in the, uh, on the, being commented on a lot in the media uh, lately, annuities. And annuities are, you know, I, I personally, uh, I'm not a great fan of annuities. They have some attributes that are attractive, many others that, that aren't. Uh, but they do have very, very strong asset protection attributes um, and uh, by law, uh, I think by statute or the Constitution, John, is that right? That the, statutory, yes. All right. There's a, by by law, that the uh, the because they're technically life insurance contracts, and it's really lost on a lot of folks that buy them that they're life insurance contracts. But because they're life insurance contracts, their cash values therein are protected by Florida law, and that's got a lot of hair on it. Or annuities products in, in, in general have a lot of hair on it. So the next segment. We're going to be really drilling down into annuities, the sort of things that you should know if you're invested in annuities. The agent should have told you what the pros and the cons and what you might want to do if you're considering an annuity, if you have an annuity. Uh, But that will be for the next segment, folks. So remember, you're listening to Camarda's Wealth Education Radio, uh, uh, beaming to you from uh, Jacksonville and Tampa. And uh, stay with us. We've got a very exciting show over the balance of the show and also some very, very exciting offers, free educational materials that you may want to take advantage of. 
uh, for yourself and, and your family to better guide your financial planning. So stay with your Camarda Wealth Education experts right here on Wealth Education Radio. You're listening to the Camarda Wealth Leaders on WER Wealth Education Radio. This show is previously recorded. For private or on-air questions or to request free white papers or other educational materials or to schedule a complimentary no-obligation consultation about today's or any other wealth matter, call us at 888-CAMARDA. Write it down, folks. 888-CAMARDA. That's C-A-M-A-R-D-A. Charlie Alpha, Mike Alpha, Romeo, Delta Alpha, 888-CAMARDA. Call it now and keep it handy for wealth emergencies. Camarda Wealth offers complimentary, that's free folks, portfolio reviews to listeners. Get us your statements and we will thoroughly examine your portfolio, give you opinions on the risk and quality of each position you own, as well as how wisely we believe the whole thing holds together and how efficiently it addresses your needs and goals. At the same time, we'll also opine on how protected your assets are from financial predators, your estate plan, tax savings opportunities, and other ways we can think that you can cut risk, avoid probate, save money, and just plain get richer faster. Did I mention this service was free? Just call us at 888-CAMARDA, that's C-A-M-A-R-D-A, 888-CAMARDA, to set up your free portfolio review now. You're listening to the Camarda Brothers plus the Antlin Rob on WER Wealth Education Radio. Better planning, better wealth, better wealth, better life. Tell your friends about the Camarda Wealth Leaders right here on this station. This show is recorded, but you have questions to be answered privately or on the air if you wish or want free reports or other educational materials. Uh, call 888-CAMARDA. That's 888-C-A-M-A-R-D-A. Folks, you are back with your Camarda Wealth Education Leaders and Camarda Wealth Education Radio. Before we get into our annuity segment, I just want to carry over from uh, the last uh, show. We do still have um, the, a few of our new reports, the third edition of the nine biggest dangers facing today's investor and what to do about it or do about them. Um, and I think most uh, um, the market observers recognize that we may be at a pretty significant inflection point in the U.S. markets' trajectories, uh, both U.S. large-cap stocks, the Dow Jones Industrial Average, S&P 500 kind of stocks, blue chips, if you will, have been going up uh, for six years now and uh, maybe hitting a bit of resistance. For instance, those stocks are pretty much break-even for the year compared to markets like Europe that are up 20% and other slices of the U.S. markets that are doing better. And that, uh, with the confluence of, uh, of the fact that interest rates are almost certainly going to start to go up. The Fed has signaled that very strongly. Unless there's a real stumble in the, in the recovery of the U.S. economy, rates are going up, which means bond prices almost certainly will be going down. So these and many other dangers presenting today's investor uh, are discussed and, uh, and possible solutions are offered. And you sound like Rush over there, Rob, with uh, with the papers ruffling. It's formerly <laughs> nicotine stained fingers. Yeah, better, than, better than nicotine stained nose <laughs> <laughs> or antlers. Well, he's on skull now. So but anyway, great right. great report. If you'd like a copy, you must call us during the show eight hundred two six two one zero eight three. Get a pen, write it down eight hundred two six two one zero eight three. Or the far easier to remember, at least for me, eight 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 Camarda. That's eight 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 C A M A R. DA. Um, so anyway, back to the uh, to the annuities. And uh, Rob, you had mentioned we're seeing a lot of you're hearing about a lot of this, and you know, uh, in the media. T- tell me more about uh, uh, what you meant. Well, 
you know, I, whenever I'm in the car, I, I'm always listening to different uh, talk radio and financial programs, and it seems like a lot of uh, our brethren out there are commenting about uh, the fact that a lot of their clients speak, speak for your own litter, Moose. A lot of a lot of their clients, uh, when they'll do an evaluation of a new client, they find that their client that the client is in an annuity that they truly didn't understand. They didn't appreciate the expenses that may be involved. They didn't understand how a rider actually worked. And in many cases, they're paying for things that they're likely never benefit from because they really didn't understand what they bought. So let's have a brief segue, actually, into a case that uh, we just analyzed this past week using one of our free portfolio plans, which we'll tell you a bit more later on. Uh, but this fellow had two annuities. He had an IRAs pushing a million dollars at a major brokerage firm. You'd all recognize the name. And, he, and these are in IRAs, which are already tax-deferred. So one of the dubious benefits of an annuity is tax-deferral, although I think the tax, uh, um, the tax treatment really is horrible when you get down to it. But, you know, that ostensible uh, justification was absent because this is already in an IRA. And all of his money, virtually all of it, is in two annuities with high expenses. Now, first of all, why do we think this man was, uh, was recommended to purchase these annuities as investment products? Well, I would imagine the compensation of the advisor that sold it probably helped drive that decision. You think? Yeah, I think that's pretty highly likely. Yeah, and I mean, commissions you know, typically range. So on uh, if it's 8%, which is not unusual, on a million bucks, that's $80,000 in commissions, isn't it? It's a lot of money. And if yeah. clients knew that, if it was disclosed up front, they probably would think twice sometimes about buying these products. Well, we'll get into that. But this, this and then he's got two annuities, and one is, 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 is better than the other. I'm going to start with the, the better one, um, which is the fund and rider fees in this account, 1.06%. Okay. In addition, there's a guaranteed withdrawal benefit rider of 0.3%. That's pretty cheap as those go, actually. Um, there's a fund uh, um, the, um, the expense ratio of 1.39%. And then there's a step-up death benefit rider of 0.2%. Mm-hmm. So all of this adds up to 2 3 you know, over 3% a year. And he was completely unaware of this, by the way. Right. Had no idea. You know, most of these people that own these think they're free. Uh, since inception date, and this was July of 2004, he's made July of 2004 through 2015 made 3.6% compared to the S&P 500 going 47% in the same period of time. That's the good one he's got. Yeah, that's a travesty. The bad one, the, um, the mortality expense charge is 1.4%. Uh, there's an administration charge of 0.15%, a rider fee of 0.85%. Contract annual fee of forty bucks and the separate account fee of one point four percent. Typically, the mutual fund charge. You see a lot of these in four hundred one k's and older line um, the, uh, the qualified plan products. By the way, which still very much are dominated by by, by insurance company products. So it's a total of three point eight percent a year, right? So if you make five percent, folks, all that's left is one point two for the client. Three point eight percent a year plus the annual fee. Uh, current surrender charge is 5%. He's in year 6 of 9 to get the guy's money back. It's cost him uh, uh, 5% of his capital. Since the inception date at the bottom of the market, right, March, or rather uh, February of 2009, and the market, I think, bottom of March of 2009. Is that right, Hot Stocks? Absolutely. That's right, March of 2009. Through March of 15, he was up 4%. He would have been better off just buying the market, money in a fixed account. Mark pretty much market pretty much tripled in that period. But other than that, it looks like a great buy. Yeah, well, you know what? It's, it's, it's tax deferred. 
<laughs> Was that a goodbye? <laughs> goodbye to retirement. Keep on working, John. Yeah, but it was all about the income rider and the death benefit. It was right? all about the commission, I think. So the uh, um, uh, so that's really is uh, um, uh, is unfortunate. I'm reading from the Florida statutes because I'm doing a lot of the study, you know, with uh, the responsibility of financial advisors and the different levels of duties, of fiduciary suitability, and so forth. And and Florida is a suitability state for the past couple of years, by the way, for as part of my PhD studies. So I'm reading from the the, the statute, the number five duties of insurers and agents. When recommending the purchase or exchange of an annuity to a consumer which results in an insurance transaction, the agent must have reasonable grounds for believing the recommendation is suitable for the consumer based on the consumer, consumer, consumer suitability information. The consumer has been reasonably informed of various features of the annuity, such as the potential surrender period and surrender charge, potential tax liability, the consumer sells, exchanges, surrenders, annuitized, mortality and expense fees, investment advisor fees. Potential charges for and features of riders, limitations on interest returns, insurance and investment components, and market risk, uh, how the consumer would benefit, and it goes on and on and on. Now, let me ask you a question. This is the law of the land, or at least the law of the swamp land. Um, you see this typically occurring in most, uh, that most annuity owners are aware of this? I see like that any this, of you guys? there's additional documentation when the, when the person getting the annuity is over age 65. There's at least four additional they, they pages. Men, they didn't mention 65. But I mean, that, I, that's where I typically see it, though. It's only for those that are 65. But, yeah, but not, I'm not saying sign here, sign here. But this requires that, you know, that uh, there be an informed consent, basically, that a consumer be aware of this information. Do you see typically? This guy wasn't. No. If, no? if you had all of that in the checklist, I think by the time they get through the checklist, if their eyes hadn't glazed over... It would be by then. I know my some of our listeners' ears have glazed over by now. Jonathan, uh, would you tell me? Do you typically see, you know, when you come across a fair number of annuity owners in your investment <coughs> advisory practice, do you see, you know, folks that that have well that are well informed on this? They know what they're paying. And they want to pay it. Yeah, no, and it's oxymoronic because uh, being with counsel. What'd you call me? I I said oxy. Uh, Had nothing to do with actually complexion, but uh, oxymoronically, (laughs) even with counsel, I've had some attorneys in Southwest Florida that have gone to their gun rack when they actually, and these are smart people, as is Mr. Crawford, with IQs well over 100, and they still didn't Well do that. over 100. Well over 100, <laughs> right. And, and, and don't know what they own, and then when they open up the box of chocolates, in fact, there was a politi- it was kind of a political but money cartoon, if any of you recollect, which I'm sure most thought, of you I do. I thought that candy was supposed to taste like almonds. And back in the days of Michael Jordan in the 80s, Spike Lee had a commercial about his sneakers, and they used to call it money, money, it's got to be the shoes. Well, the whole thing with insurance salespeople, the cartoon was money, it's got to be the cruise, because there's so many trips given out for production. That's the old punchline, because so they're giving so, so many you, trips so and, and so your point being that the compensation, yes. they're paying these guys or these agents so much, you know, ladies too, I'm and sure. And trips around the world, it's unbelievable for to, production to, levels. Uh, because, because they're you know, so profitable. Right, the so insurance companies insurance are companies. still winning. You have any comments, John? Do you see annuities much in your practice? Uh, I deal with a lot of elderly clients who come in, and generally uh, they have annuities. They have no idea what they have. Uh, you know, sometimes they're curious and they'll bring in their uh, books of annuities and ask me to look them over and, and explain it to them. But generally, they have no knowledge whatsoever of what and, they're and dealing with. And you typically get into actually reading the details of, uh, of what the annuity costs, or is that you have the resource to pull that information together? 
generally I do not. I'll refer them to somebody that I feel comfortable that has all of that knowledge and information at their fingertips, but uh, it takes a lot of work to get through all that. It does. And, folks, as we approach the uh, the next break and, uh, and the special Tampa segment, which won't be available to our Jacksonville and beyond listeners, uh, we will continue the new discussion after that because I think there's a lot of uh, important information, folks. Um, but remember, you have the opportunity uh, the, to receive our nine biggest dangers facing today's inve- investor. We get into annuities quite a bit and some of the things you can watch out for. You've got to call us at 800-262-1083 to get your copy, though. See you after the break. Stay with your Camarda Wealth Leaders. You're listening to the Camarda Wealth Leaders on WER Wealth Education Radio. This show is previously recorded. For private or on-air questions or to request free white papers or other educational materials or to schedule a complimentary no-obligation consultation about today's or any other wealth matter, call us at 888-CAMARDA. Write it down, folks. 888-CAMARDA. That's C-A-M-A-R-D-A. Charlie Alpha, Mike Alpha, Romeo, Delta Alpha, 888-CAMARDA. Call it now and keep it handy for wealth emergencies. 